What's good? What's good? What's good, JJ? How you been, man? Doing, doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, let me say, uh, come on. Um, what is it? Sava. Uh, oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Jay, I spent a, a week in Montreal and uh, came back with a little bit more French in his vocabulary. So they speak English, basically. That's true. Right. Montreal. Yeah, Montreal's all English, man. It's all English people. They, it's you can get around with it. Did I ever tell you one time? First time I ever been to Montreal. I was kind of lost, so I was in the car, and um, for whatever reason, all of us thought that they only spoke French in Montreal. Obviously, we're um, culturally, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. We just made a bunch of assumptions. So I rolled down my window, and I wave at a guy, and like I'm sitting in the passenger seat, I'm like, "Excusez-moi, tu veux parler l'anglais?" And he's like, "What do you want?" <laughs> Wow, terrible um, man! I was what terrible? 14? 13? 14? Terrible, terrible. Thought terrible. I used my uh, use my French skills there, but it was a great lesson in life right then and there. Don't Don't assume shit. Yeah, 100%. 100%. great place lived there for a few months enjoyed yeah. my time that's true um, would you support a basketball team going to Montreal or yeah do you think, anywhere in Canada would be good do you think Montreal I, can sustain yeah place? I think so I think they can uh, I think Vancouver over Montreal but mm-hmm. uh I just don't think if anywhere the NBA is going to go, it's going to be Seattle and Las Vegas. If they go two more teams, I, I don't see them come. I don't see them going to Vancouver. Going north, uh, north of the border. Yeah, again. I, it's going to be Seattle. Seattle's got a new arena with with the Kraken, the right? Kraken. And uh, and Vegas is a hotspot for new teams. Yeah, that's fair. I just think that's I just fair. think those will be the two two teams. But you know, it does it does. I guess they have the summer league in Vegas, which is their their thing. But uh, I don't know. What if, which team would you think in the NBA should get relocated? The New Orleans Pelicans, right? Yeah, hundred percent. They're not. They're like the Pelicans are below LSU in terms of sports. attendance. Yeah, it's just sports like coverage there, right? Like right. nobody really cares about them. They're you know, you have the, the the one family who owns the Saints and the Pelicans. Yeah. It's tough for them, man. I I I just don't think they're gonna sustain there. But I do think the NBA is due to add two more teams to the league as well too. That's fair. Well. The Pelicans do come. It'd be cool to see them come back. If so you can move the Pelicans to Vancouver and then you, you add two more teams to the league, one in Vegas, one in Seattle, hey, man. If, if, um, um, that that could, that could potentially work. Yeah. And then you redo the divisions a little bit and that's it. You're good to go. Yeah. Like you think about it, like the, the Pelicans, like they've never been good. They've never been good. No. CP3. To AD, to now Zion. Never. No, they had, they had the one year, I guess you can say, with uh, with Dave, David West and, and CP, but that was a first year, yeah. first round exit with Monty Williams, Monty right? Williams, yeah. And then you had AD, you had a first round exit when they played Golden State. True. And then. Uh, and, and then. then did oh, they make it? W- actually, you know, they had the. Uh, well, they eliminated, uh, they eliminated Portland that one year. True. Right, yeah. AD, the, the Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, AD yeah, team. yeah. They had a decent team then, but then you know, I mean, it just hasn't been sustainable for them. Yeah, that's fair. 
That's fair. And I uh, guess even as an ownership group, they probably put all their money to the Saints anyway. Exactly. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's 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 start off the podcast with a couple quick hitters. There's a lot of stuff going on in this. There is a lot going on. Okay. Um, and obviously we can't get to everything. No, it just just can't happen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm gonna mention a couple things. Umi, you give me a quick two two cents on them all, go and then we it. go from there. Sounds good. Go for it. Um, thoughts on the soccer? So apparently, World Cup. Um, uh, qualifying yes um, uh, Portugal and Italy are now in the same bracket the war, the, the playoff essentially. playoff essentially right. so only one of them can make it who right. do you think is going to advance and Italy. why and why uh, well number one they just won the Euro that's true um, honestly top to bottom they're probably one of the best teams uh, right now in the game um, the way they were playing they didn't Either they didn't concede a goal for so many games, and they yep. they were just winning, right? So, and you saw like in the in the Euros, they were dominant from front to back, even management. So, um, what do you call uh, um, Mancini is their coach right now? Done a phenomenal job. They've got bunch of players that are like no, I wouldn't say there's any superstars on the team, but everyone does their role so freaking well mm-hmm. that it just clicks. It just clicks. That's fair. Um, and then you got Gianluigi Donnarumma in the back, who, um, who showed he's a he's a, a solid stopper. And I just don't think there's enough talent on Portugal for them to overcome this. Sure, they got Ronaldo and they got Bruno Fernandez and they got Miranto Sanchez and all these guys and um, a few other players, but um, they don't have the level of what Italy has right now, especially when it comes to the team chemistry. For sure. Next one, Team Canada, ooh, our beloved Team ooh, Canada. Ooh, ooh. Your thoughts on oh, what we Canada. saw in Edmonton, which was epic. And number two, what do you put our percentage of making the World Cup right now as we set November 28th? November 28th. There's what, four games left? Five games left? Something, something like that. Something like that. Um, listen, Mexico is our hardest games. We drew once and we, we drew in Mexico. And that's massive. Which we've never done. Like, that's like going into... Um, oh, so, so, so well, sorry, British. I did not know Mexico was a number nine ranked team So I, FIFA. FIFA rankings are a little weird. But still, I'm, I'm not, the, the I'm rankings not the, are rankings, though. Yeah, that's, rankings are rankings, right? So, yeah, I mean, are they the best, ninth best team in the world? Hell no. It's how they perform but, but it's how they perform and stuff like that. But Mexico is an incredible team. Mm-hmm. There's no denying that. There is 0% deniability on mm-hmm. that. Um put them in a neutral game with a neutral venue against Canada, the result is probably a little bit different. That being said, Team Canada has proven over and over again that they are the real deal. And especially in, in CONCACAF, which is yeah. the which is where they are. Um, the only other team that can probably give them a run is the US, who also has done very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and Canada and US are yet, they have one more game to play. January 30th in Hamilton. In Hamilton, correct. Um, I'm trying to see if I can get some tickets. But that it, the thing is, Canada's playing it smart because they are utilizing, especially the Edmonton game was so smart because you know these players are not used to the cold. You are taking your advantage and making it. For sure. So even the Canadian players, they're not as used to it. Nope, definitely. It's not, it's not easy playing in the cold. Nope. It's not easy playing in the, in, in, uh, in the snow. But you take that to your advantage. And um, honestly, playing the game when when it's slipping and sliding and stuff like that 
It is not easy, man. And that, that football, that that soccer ball probably feels like a thirty-pound ball. Hundred percent shooting that thing, shooting around. and like know. like your your it it hurts. Everything hurts, right? And you're, you're, that's the, why if you saw the goals were off rebounds, the goalie can't control it. You can't, right? And that's tough. all you got to do in those situations is just pummel shots on the goal, yeah. and that's it. It's it's also when you can't get proper footing. And you're it's trying tough. to make it, it's tough, right? Tough. Especially guys that play a skill game. Mm. Mexico plays a very skilled game. True. Canada is more like truculence, as if you want to call it, mm-hmm. right? Like where it's like you're just a lot of pressure coming on. But all that aside, Kyle Laren, Alfonso Davies, Tejan Buchanan was okay. But like uh, Hutchinson, all these guys, they did incredible. But you you have your goalie in, in uh, Boyron um, who came up big in that last minute like he had a goal line save yeah have been a 2-2 draw it's right? tough it's, it's so, good 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 for them good so um, i think i canada's probability of making to the world cup is a 95 percent chance there we go that's what i like to hear i think there's a 95 percent chance. i like to hear that right? they just can't get overconfident and yeah. the thing is that john herdman is an incredible coach he took the women's national team to the levels that they got to now he's taking the men's and like Kudos to him and his staff. For and the and, and shout out to him that that game against Mexico, he benched, he hit not bench actually he he started Kyle Laren Kyle Laren over, over Jonathan, Jonathan David, David who yeah. is a top goal scorer right now in the League, League One in League France. One in France, yeah. So that's that's impressive. That's hard to do, man. And it's a you gotta you gotta you, gotta, you go you, you gotta go through hunch sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's that's Kyle the, Laren repays by scoring two goals, right? Um, um, okay, let's jump over to the EPL. Quick thoughts: mm-hmm. Man United sitting in eighth. Do they battle for the top? They're only 13 games in. They're still at 30% into uh, the season. It's, it's still early. It's, it's early. They, the, the coaching change and stuff like that, right? Even today, they had a really good game against like Chelsea. But mm-hmm. that being said, like there's too much talent on that team for it to fail. Mm-hmm. So they'll they'll make it back into the Champions League conversation. Will they win the league? No, but will they finish top four? I think so. And right. uh, and and to, to the next question is Barca sitting seventh in La Liga. So Barcelona going through a massive massive change right now, especially yep. with uh, Xavi coming in and like all these players coming back and a younger team and that's the and, way to and, go. Uh, and and all and all the way and all these things around it, they'll be fine. They'll finish top four. Yeah. They won't. They won't challenge for um, the, cha- the, the champ the this chip. year. Yep. But um, they're going to put in the right systems, utilize the players the right, um, try to get them back their confidence because he seems like more of a players coach. Ronald Coleman was a an asshole of a coach, if you want to call it. <laughs> right? He was just he didn't give a shit. But that's the way the Dutch are in a sense. Like they're very upfront about stuff. They don't shy away they don't go away from the hard conversations what they're feeling is what they're going to say and that's just the way he was so which works in some places in some places it doesn't work is it the best thing for um for for the team that was there probably not younger guys a lot of kids learning this 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 you're also without Antofati. you're also without pedri you're also without um some of your best players and that are coming back from injury um so it'll take some time but i think by the end of the season um, it's gonna look a lot different, and uh, um, hey, like if if things go well, like you never know what can happen in the off season. Okay, now switching gears, we touched about on our last pod, last podcast. Yes. Uh, thoughts on Australia winning the T Twenty World Cup? Did you see it coming? Which was tough. <laughs> you know, but it's 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 like the Boston franchise is going to yeah. the finals. Yeah. If any Boston franchise makes it anywhere in the semifinals or finals, you're nervous. You're nervous yep. because they have 
They have it. They, they, they have, have as, the ability. As, as Paul Pierce said, they have they, it. They have it. Right? Sorry. But it's kind of crazy because when you think about it, the last time the Boston Celtics won was 2008. Mm-hmm. The last time the Boston Bruins won was 2011. Right? So, still competitive. so it's, 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 it's long ago, right? Mm-hmm. But they were always had that it about them. Australia actually wins quite a bit, right? Even in all three formats. So once I saw that they were sort of in that position, it was very difficult because New Zealand being who they are can also be labeled as not Choke. chokers, but yeah. like they're, they haven't won in limited overs format, right? The, te- the T20, sorry, the test uh, world championship they won against India. Um, but in terms of like the, uh, the world cup in 2019, like that was hard. Like, but, but I must say New Zealand, you got to shout them out for this, their golden era for cricket. You, you now. made it, you made it to the world cup finals. Yeah. You, you made it, you won the test championship yeah. and now you made it to the final for the T20, T20 world right? cup. That's, that's a very impressive. Yeah. And watch for them next very year impressive. to maybe even, even take it, right? Like it's, yeah. it, it's, they're a very, very good team and yep. very well coached for sure. So, so kudos to them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, they'll be fine. Yeah. Um, okay. Now let's couple more headlines. This stuff just dropped recently. Blue Jays have lost Stephen Matz. He mm-hmm. went to the Cardinals, and now lost Marcus Simeon, who reportedly signed a seven-year one seventy-five, one seventy-five, twenty-five million a year to the Texas Rangers. I'm okay with both. Uh, I'll tell you why. Stephen Matz, great pitcher, right? He would have been our fifth starter. Yeah. Behind uh, you, Manoa, Manoa. You well, got now, Ryu, now, the, you now got the thing is, is if if, if Robbie Ray signs, so if Robbie, Ray's, if the if it was like, hey, you got to make a decision now or wait for Robbie Ray, and we put that money towards Robbie Ray, I'm down. I'm okay with that. Right. But let's see what happens. Robbie Ray. Let's see what happens. Uh, Will Robbie Ray stay? That's the bigger question. I have a feeling he's not going to. There's just it's just a thing with Toronto being the only team in baseball, yeah. or Toronto Raptors being the only team in basketball. The guys. Whatever for whatever reason it is taxes living in another country whatever it is mm-hmm. it's there and I do mm-hmm. think these guys do move um, do I think we'll find replacements I think we will yeah will we be competitive again that's gonna be tough replacing Marcus Simeon is gonna be a little tough for it'll us it'll be tougher but you do gotta put an account that okay Bichette should take a step up Kevin Biggio should take a step up correct and you know the lessons or um, or the skills you learn from Simeon mm-hmm. playing with him for that year. Hopefully it sticks with the younger so guys. This is how you play to the, be professional. The, the thing, though, that gets to me is that you're, like, again, it's it's a balancing act, right? Like, you're you're going to be paying Mark, because what's his name? Marcus Simeon is 31. Yep. By the time he finishes his contract, he's going to be 38. 100%. Right? 30, 38 years old. Does it make sense to bring back no, a guy? Listen, for, right? 100%. What I say is he he probably had the best season for a second baseman in baseball history he to did. an extent. He did. Um Good for him. He's now made enough money for him and his family. Agreed. Kudos to you. Enjoy Texas. You're not going to win much there, but hey, you're going to get paid. You got paid. Do your thing. Go go do your thing, right? Go do your thing. Um, Steven Matz, he's a very inconsistent pitcher. Inconsistent, but also family issues there because his wife was, I think, think anti-mask or anti-vax, right? So Uh, she wasn't going to come up, but I could be wrong, so... Hey, it's okay. Um, but you Hopefully, know if we can bring back Ray, that would be very good. That would be very um, good. Adding another starting pitcher, which we are uh, in, in, the, in the market in, for. In the market, Kendall Graveman, I believe, we're, yeah. in the Gra- we're in the market for. I think either you get a good third baseman and get a defensive second baseman, or sure. let Kevin Biggio you know, stay at second base yeah. and, get a, and put your money into a third baseman. Yeah. Then you're good. And then, you know, Rodgers has to deal with the money to... You're, you're going to make that, Vlad the highest paid player you 100%, right? And the fact that Vlad doesn't have a deal yet after 336 games is like, 
what are you doing, right? Like, but the thing is, baseball is different in terms of how things work. But you're gonna have to pay him. You're I think gonna it's gonna, it's well, gonna like, happen. Like, look at it, like Fernando Tatis, right? Like, yeah, for, like, Fernando Tatis. He, I think what, Tatis, what, right? what I think is right. gonna happen, it's gonna happen after this free agency. Yes. Because the thing is, there's no rush to do it. Correct. It's just gonna happen after the season, before the next season starts, potentially. And and Vlad wants to stay. Right, hey, he's, man. He's already putting it in the effort, you, putting in the you, work. You give him the like, uh, you give him the, the, the 12, 13 year contract, and uh, I, I, you know, I must say, I did like the Jose Barrios um, uh, extension. That was good. That was a good extension. Right? Seven years. I think so, he's going to be one of our better, yeah, pitchers moving forward. And that was uh, jumping ahead for one year, um, because his his deal was not up until next, next year. year. Yeah. Um, now, the thing with baseball is their their CBA does expire December first, and I think in the next three days you're going to see a lot of signings because I have a feeling the CBA is going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, they're trying to introduce. Uh, so the biggest biggest issue for the CBA, just a quick rundown. The biggest issue is they want to introduce a floor. For yes. every team, um, but then the owners are worried that if they introduce a floor, then they're going to introduce a, a salary cap, mm. and I don't think the owners want to go there. Especially certain teams in our division don't yes. want to go there. Um, I, would Tatis, lo- I, I would love a. Well, we're going to get screwed from it too because Rogers has to open up the paycheck. Uh, Tatis, just a reminder: Tatis signed a fourteen-year, three forty. Um, so, what does Vlad get? Very good question. Very good question. Fifteen years. 370 basically is what you're looking at it's what you're looking at um you're looking at in that range um and then if you saw tampa bay signed i believe their their young guy um um, i forget i forget exactly what his name was uh but he they signed him i think he's only played 130 games or something yeah 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 yeah. i saw that i saw that um contract so they you know what i mean it's it's gonna happen um be patient we'll visit the blue jays before the season i'm assuming agree and uh We'll, we'll, we'll go from there. Those are the kind of the quick hitters from around the world. Yes. I'm not sure if you want me to touch up on any other ones. I think those are pretty good. Um, what do you think of the uh, F1 finish? Two races to left to go. Lewis and will compete. I'm sure Lewis will compete. Do you think Max takes it? Yeah, I think he'll take it. I think he'll take it. I think he'll take it. I think, I think Max, even though he hasn't won, has that it factor, whatever that is. He's competitive, man. He is competitive. Let's see what happens. Um, I would love. I would love for Matt. Hey, you're gonna be a Saudi man, dude. I'm gonna be. It's gonna be mad expensive. Yeah, yeah, I saw the the first prices. First, first race in Jeddah. Yeah, yeah, I saw the prices. You need to have an oil rig, (laughs) basically, to go. I saw. I saw the prices. I was like, yeah. Yeah, don't think that's gonna happen that's not that's not gonna happen yeah exactly okay uh, let's uh jump over to the nhl big news today in in montreal's country yes yes uh they uh cleaned house cleaned house what did you think uh bergevin gone uh all the front timmons, uh, timmons. Tim- Tim- trevor timmons has been with the organization for years. years yeah he was a scout for the longest time he now is the, uh, the head of player personnel um hab subreddit is rejoicing they do not like him he made his drafting was good but there's sometimes where he's missed really bad like you can look as as close as just very yeah um but you know i mean you look at pk in the second round you look at craig Rive late right yeah. yourself halak in the seventh round right but some of those are just uh you know the, the luck thing of the is draw. that once you like like think about it this way jay when you're been in that organization for let's say 20 years and you're drafting yeah. what eight rounds uh and hl has nine rounds nine no, seven rounds. rounds seven rounds so yeah. 20 times seven that's how many picks it's right? crazy it's insane right it's you're, crazy you're, you're bound to get a few right 100 right? well you, you hope you hope right so and then of those right you you then you then you sort of go from there but like again it, it was time i think last year it sort of was a band-aid like solution where they 
they, somehow they, got to the they, finals. They lucked their ways to the finals. Right? Like you got hot, you had a hot goalie and you read you rode them you rode them right. You to wrote the it, right? As 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 much as you can. But now your 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 goalies when when God knows when he's going to come back, yeah. your captain is pretty much retired. Done. At this point. So so the thing with Bergevin, um, I want to mention is so Bergevin was on the last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. So the story goes, Bergevin was supposed to get a contract extension um, during the well. They're waiting for last year. So the thing is, they struggled going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. right? Then they got and then they made this run. During this run, New York Rangers signed Chris Jury. To as, a as general, a G- general, general manager. manager, and they gave him a four or five million dollar per year contract. Right. Bergevin's like, "Hey, I took this team to the finals. I deserve to get paid more than him." Agreed. Jeff Molson was like, "Hey, Mark Bergevin, I took the evidence you have against me for all those years. They should have fired his ass. <laughs> yeah. They kept him around. Yeah. Um, he was not going to give him that money. No." And then you come into this season, you get off to a slow start, which, you know, the thing I'll say is it's understandable. You're missing, as you said, you're missing your captain, who's probably your second, third best player. You're missing your best player on the team. Um, What did you expect? Who's also a captain. Who's also a captain. So what did you expect to happen? And then you lose uh, Philippe Dano. As much as I talk shit about Dano, he was a shutdown center for us. And that's a center position, which we didn't, we replaced him with uh, Dvorak, which he hasn't been that great. Um, And then you lost a young prospect in Kotkaniemi. Sure, he struggled and he's still struggling, but you never knew what he could have become, right? Right. Um, so you struggled, you fired them. I think it's, I think it's good riddance. I think it's a good time for the team to rebuild because you you're in that situation where you have a bunch of young guys and a bunch of old guys. Um, and I think you can start moving to Foley. You start moving, uh, you move, you start moving these guys, Hoffman, you start moving them. Um, George, uh, not how to say George's Petrie. <laughs> I mean, you start moving yeah. these guys and you start getting younger guys 100%. and you build around Suzuki. I hope they keep Gallagher around because I think Gallagher is just a good influence on the players. And you're also a big Gallagher fan. I'm a big Gallagher fan. Uh, can I just say, so they hired, uh, Jeff Gorton. Gorton, uh, yeah. Gorton, I don't know how you say yeah, his name, um, as player president or team president, okay. um, who's now going to look for the GM. Okay. Um, the rumors are mm-hmm. bringing back. I got two Stanley Cups. Patrick my, Wah. He's a rumored candidate to be the as, GM as a GM as the GM of the team. Yo. Um, there are rumors for him to be the GM. There that, are a couple other guys out there, but he is uh, he is rumored. Okay. Um, as you know, Montreal has this whole thing where they got to hire a bilingual GM. So yeah, that's true. There's that. Um, I just want to re- I just want to read a couple. Sn- I just want to read this one snippet I found off Wikipedia about Jeff Gordon. Okay, so he was the interim GM for the Bruins during the 2006 NHL entry draft. Okay, he drafted Phil Kessel. Milan Lucic, Brad Marchant, all in that draft. Oh, wow. On top of that, he made a, a fantastic trade, which I think you'll know. Oh, stop it. He Andrew made Rick, a trade for Andrew Raycroft Rick for this goalie named Tuka Rask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then he also went on <laughs> and uh, he also went on to sign Zdeno Chara that offseason. Yo, that's like... Bro, he built a freaking team. Yeah, that's like... And now he was with the New York Rangers... And he helped them rebuild their roster. Who you know, Rangers are decent, yeah, decently competitive. Yeah. Um, hey, you know this guy's got a little bit of a track record. Um, hopefully, he can you know change this organization. Um, yesterday, you saw Scott Mellenby, who was a part of the, who was the assistant GM, step down last year. So he apparently was promised the GM role. And Jeff Molson, who was oh. the team, said no, we're going to go with him instead. So that's why he stepped down yesterday, and then they cleaned house today. Um, hey, 
Let's see what happens in Montreal. They're struggling. I say they you are. tank. You tank for uh, I forget the prospect's name is. You just tank for him and <laughs> you go from there, man. Yeah, uh, the season is basically a write a write off. Uh, it'd be interesting to see what what happens with uh, uh, Dominic Ducharme. But you know, some a lot of GMs want to bring their own guy in, so it, we'll see what happens with that. But he's done well. He's done well, and also it's interesting. I want to see what happens with the guy that uh, Bergevin drafted. Remember the defenseman who had the the cases the case in Sweden or whatever. Oh, Logan yeah, yeah. Mayo, whatever Logan his name Mayo. is. But what? he, he OHL is not even letting him play. Oh, until I think until and I think the, and January he, is they're gonna let him yeah, start playing. Some, but like but that. it's like uh, it's very interesting to see uh, what will happen. Yeah, um, it's it, I'm sure Jeff Molson's like shit. This guy basically drafted this guy, and now that's you know what like, PR side aside, it was just it was a dumb. It's a dumb move. Dumb, dumb move all around. Dumb move all around. Dumb move all around. All around, man. Yeah, it's a dumb move all around. But, but I wonder. I wonder if that uh, kicked into the uh, thoughts as well, too. That's for sure, man. Yeah. Um, sticking on hockey right now, like, um, all man, it's it, it's competitive throughout the board, man. Like even Metropolitan, like you got Washington, Carolina, as you mentioned, Rangers. Rangers have their third in the division. Yeah. They're playing super well. Um, Islanders, what is going on there? So COVID, COVID, COVID is team. and starting on the road for the first, what, 17 games or something like that? Yeah. It's kind of crazy, man. Um, as Raptors fan, we can understand, um, we can understand that no home is a home until you get to your actual home. And, um, but it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just mind boggling. But I think they'll be, they'll be fine when they come around. Um, a question, Leafs speaking too early? Uh, I don't think they're speaking too early. I think they're just finding their group. The craziest thing about the Leafs is, None of our players are in even like I don't even think they're in the top twenty in uh, points. That's very good. There's a good position to be right? in, right? And like you got, it's just it's just. So what we talked about last time was Leafs need to find secondary scoring, and they found their secondary scoring. Hey yeah, man, they, they, this they, is the way they to go. Found it. I think the our our team leader in points is Tavares with twenty, um, but like, and that's it. Like, and then after that, obviously you got. Like and it's good because you got Nylander going on a good clip. You got Matthews going on a good clip. They're all around a, a point per game, but you're not you're not um, stuck with this one guy carrying or two guys carrying. They're all they're all doing their part. But what's what's insane for me right now is you have <laughs> you have Leon Dreisaitl and Conor McDavid just on absolute steroids, right? Just 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 doing their thing. Then sandwiched right in between them is, guess, the grade eight. Crazy. Alex Ovechkin. He's still doing it, man. Yo, a hat trick 20, the other night. 22 games, 19 goals, 18 Solid. assists for 37 points. I want to see him go for the record. I, I You know what? I eight, I, I was I was apprehensive, no. but I think I think it. he can do it now. I think he's close to it. I think he'll be close he'll to it. He'll pop 50 this year. If he, yeah, if he can pop 50 this year, I'll If he can pop 50 this year. If he pops another forty next year, or thirty next year, he'll probably play to he'll probably play till he's 40, 41. Let's hope so, right? And like he hasn't had too many major injuries in his career. Nope. Um, it's gonna be crazy to see, man. It's 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 just gonna be. He's at seven hundred forty nine. He'll be a hundred goals away. No, no, one hundred fifty goals away. One hundred fifty. Go- wow. Yeah, he's at seven seven forty nine right now. Yo, Gretzky, that's like insane, man. So basically, yeah, hundred and yeah, eight ninety two, right? Eight ninety four. Eight ninety four. Okay. Eight ninety four. So say he needs to get to eight ninety five, basically. So he needs to have basically one hundred and forty five goals, one hundred forty six goals. Yeah. So if he pots another thirty, 
That's not bad. We'll be at 110. Right. It'll be tight, man. It'll be tight. Yeah. He'll get to the 800 mark at least. Let's get there first, and then we'll yeah, go from yeah. There. I think, I think, I, I, I think, at one point he he'll just play just to break the record. Yeah. Even if he's potting like 10 goals a year, probably play. Like my, my thing is, I have a feeling he's gonna want to play one year in Russia before he retires. I think. He, Let him do it at 50. So. Yeah. <laughs> but you never know man you you never know with these guys should we uh hop over to the nba let's uh let's do it and um um yeah we'll come back to hockey if we need to but uh okay i have a question for you if you were to change your name what would you change it to like my personal name personal name. i'd keep my name the same javid lalva yeah not like javid lalva freedom no i wouldn't do that <laughs> i wouldn't do that no <laughs> You wouldn't? No, I wouldn't. No. Would you? No, I wouldn't. But I was thinking about this today. I was like, listen, like for the longest time, uh, surnames or family names have been, or even names have just been a, a social construct. Mm-hmm. How long until people just be like, F it, I'm just going to name myself whatever the hell I want. Like liquid eye candy. Or, yeah. Right? Like North. North. Whatever, yeah. It's true. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I just... I don't think you need to reinvent the wheel in terms of names, I, in my I, opinion. I agree, but it's just like I, if he's becoming, well, Ennis Cantor in this regard is uh, becoming a, a U.S. citizen on Monday. And uh, apparently his name change is now going to be Ennis Cantor Freedom. Cantor will now become his middle name. Freedom is going to be his last name. Um, so he'll have freedom on the back of his jersey. Correct. Huh, good for him. You know what? Good for Do your you. thing, man. He got, uh, he got, he got some shot-outs from Pops, so which was good to see. Um yeah, man, let's uh, let's let's hit it off. Uh, uh, so let's start with the biggest the biggest story in the NBA is the Phoenix Suns. I, before I even get there, <laughs> your thoughts on the Isaiah Stewart and LeBron James incident? That guy's nuts, man. That guy's crazy. <laughs> LeBron, I think LeBron did. I think LeBron purposely hit him on the face. I but can man, see that. The thing is, is you're suspending him for his reaction. The thing is, is nobody could stop him. They're a big guy. Nobody could have stopped him. Nah, no, he was like, he was ready to. He was it's ready like, to. Uh, it's like it's like some of the guys in our CNBA league trying to contain them from running uh, at people. Um, yes, uh, Mr. T- Mr. Uh, uh, no names, but uh, yeah, Mr. Bench Thrower. Yeah, that's one. There's a couple guys, but dude, uh, he lost it, man. I uh, I thought he'd get a couple more games. The 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 rematches tonight, and LeBron is actually questionable. Yahoo, shout out Yahoo. They uh, they put his injury as LeBron James. In brackets with Isaiah Stewart, questionable with abdominal injury. Shout <laughs> out oh, Yahoo! For you that. know what? It's gonna be. Um, it was interesting because I, like, I, I thought it was it was a suspendable offense, right? Like, yeah. For even LeBron, like, even even without his reaction. Um, but it was just like it was just he got so blown out of like, like he got so blown out of proportion, like. It was insane, and you have like um, Cade who's trying to like hold him back, mm-hmm. right? Your your it was good leadership from his part, but it was just man, it was just something. The He's a big guy, man. Malice and, of the Palace uh, Part Two. Oh, that was no nowhere no, near, no, not no, nowhere near from that uh, that situation. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's start off. You want to start off with the Phoenix Suns? Sixteen big... in a row. They started off one and three, and now seventeen and three. <laughs> And they're gone the under that, the radar in the NBA. Hundred percent. And what was uh, thinking about talking it also about it also like uh, squashes the whole uh, Robert Sarver story too. I think that's all being investigated, right? So I think yeah. it's just been under the cover. NBA wants to keep it under under the cover until they figure out what they can figure out. But it's it's um, 
Yeah, man, sixteen games, bro. Hey, you know what? Their team is a little bit better last year. They they added a backup center in Javale McGee, yep. which really helps their team. And then you know the experience that with Booker, uh, McCall, two a two time uh, NBA champion, two time yeah. NBA champion. Man, talk all the shit we want about Javale McGee, yeah. bro. But Javale McGee's got some Javel chips. McGee. He's got the experience. And the thing is, you got Mikel Bridges and and Devin Booker, who's just shooting the lights out this yeah, year. Yeah. Um, hey, man, I think they can sustain it. And the crazy part is, is even though they went on a sixteen game winning streak, they still haven't surpassed the goal. State Warriors were seventeen <laughs> and two with Clay about my T minus three weeks away from playing basketball and and, and Wiseman and Wiseman I don't know when he's coming back but, but Wiseman still. yeah but still Wiseman is Wiseman you know I mean that's another person like, uh, you're um, no, number two does pick. Clay 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 start like I as was telling me do does Clay start I'm like I assume you would have to I, start I, I think Clay is what you call a legacy starter yeah right? you, so have you, you have to start have regardless to start. you have to start Clay him. is a Hall of Famer Clay 100%. is. Sure, for a little the second bit. best shooter of all yeah. time. He, you might, you might, arguably the best. No, it's not an argument. Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. There's no yeah. argument. Listen, man. There's no argument. There's people out there that will argue that no Clay argument. Thompson. No argument. You never know. Steph Curry can create a shot. Sure, right? Like Steph Curry is the best shooter of all time. Then I would say so. I agree with you on that. But again, there's there's people out there that will argue with this. Um, that being said, yes, Clay Thompson, whenever he is back, um, they'll ease him in. Maybe he has a time or like uh, minutes restriction, hundred percent like that. Maybe a dribble, a, a dribbling restriction, right? Just catch and shoot. But he, uh, I think it was two, two, two big injuries, right? ACL and Achilles. And Achilles. Um, I think I think obviously you start on minute restrictions. You do what you got to do. Eighty percent clay is very effective, and um, very dangerous, and very dangerous. Very very dangerous. Yeah. The <laughs> thing though now is the what now what what is insane about this team though is how deep they are. That's the question. That's the biggest thing, and that makes them the automatic favorites to win the championship this year. It's a championship or bust year for them. Yep. With the way that they've been playing, the way that they 100%. are, right? And, and I, and you know, they want to get one more ring. They want to get one more ring for that dynasty. 100%. Um, and then, hey, man, I, the, the other thing is, is there's days where you know Steph doesn't play well, and they're still doing well. Jordan Poole is playing Jordan really Poole. well. Wiggins has played really well. Udall has found a step again. Yeah. Um, you know, they've done a great job, and I think. Uh, and you know what? That that goes back to the coaching staff. Coaching staff is utilizing these players in a way that is effective for their game. Jordan Poole, I at points at. Honestly, at some points he looks like Steph. Steph Curry. Hundred percent. I agree with you. It's crazy, just so effortlessly just cashing threes. Yep. Um, now Lakers are in eighth. Listen, I don't want to go into the Lakers story because I think I wait till the New Year's towards the trade deadline before I'm concerned about the Lakers. I have no concern about them. Um, Timberwolves are sitting in seventh, ten and ten. Chris Finch, yeah, they beat Miami the other night. Ant um, has played. Sick. Ant has seemed Ant like the number one guy. His team, yeah, oh yeah, we're seeing it. Hundred percent. That's not like that's not a bad thing. It goes back to your point, which you made. Uh, I want to see last time we recorded. You're like, what is it? What, what was the last team that's won with a big? It's hard. To, it's hard to find a team that's won with a big. The closest you've gotten is maybe Nikola Jokic. So now. Now you got a wing guy who's going to lead that team. Mm-hmm. And now Cat as a number two and Ant as a number one. And D'Lo as your number three. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Right? If, as long as you and get it a seems like you, and, and you got a, And you got a competent coach and Chris Finch. He's yep. got the guys playing. Yep. Um, you got Pat Beverly who's going to make sure you play defense or mm-hmm. he's going to let you know. 
Um, it's it's a decent decent squad, and um, you know they got these guys Malik Beasley. They got a bunch of guys there who I think you can you can move around and maybe add some pieces to them. Do do I do I think they make it to the playoffs? Not sure. I think play in. Play in for sure. They'll be playing. I think they're a better team I, I think than the Houston the, Rockets. The, the, the Nuggets, right? The Nuggets are the team that's down there. Yeah, down there. Which the, they've had a bunch of injuries. Jokic hasn't played many games this year, too. The the only team that can probably... That 10 spot they're going to probably fight with are the Memphis Grizzlies and the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Sacramento, new coach. Alan Gentry's taking Alan over. Gentry, yeah. See how that goes. I don't... I don't... Uh, I don't know. I'm in, in between about the Kings. Always. You know what? I, but I, I like Alvin Gentry as a coach. Yeah. No, right. it's, he's not bad. Um, and um, he's done some good things with a lot of young teams. Yeah. Um, so I think he should be fine. Will they do anything after that? I really don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, the West is the West, man. It's it's gonna it's be a tight race. It's, it's a tight race. If you're the Utah Jazz, is this your final year before you sort of like blow it up? If you can't win in the playoffs again this year, you need to figure out another option. You need to find a third guy. Um, and I don't think they have that third guy. Conley is supposed to be your third guy, and I, I just you know he's getting older, right? He's older, yeah. Um, you need to find another scorer for them. Um, I like the Rudy Gay off the bench in a twenty twenty five minute reserve role, but right. you know what I mean you still need a third guy for that team. And it goes back to that question: is is Gobert? You know, can you win with a traditional big? Um, yeah, especially with the new NBA, right? right. And that's going to be the big question mark for the Utah Jazz. Right. Um, Trailblazers are only playing 500 basketball, which uh, you know puts them sixth. I have high hopes for the Trailblazers. Um, Damian Lillard is starting to turn it around, so I think they'll they'll be fine. Um, Lakers, I don't want to discuss. And yeah, that's that's basically the 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 West in a nutshell. Uh, Clippers, shout out Clippers. Fourth, I didn't think they'd do that well. Uh, Paul George is playing really well, and he's carrying that team. And now Ibaka, Marcus Morris coming back. Um, They'll be pretty good. Jumping over to the East, the big signing for the Milwaukee Bucks today, they signed DeMarcus Cousins, adding him to the and, roster. Uh, non-guaranteed contract. Yeah, good. I think but that's fine. You know DeMarcus yeah. hasn't been a head case anywhere. anywhere. No, he, um, he was with the Clippers last year, you know what I mean, injuries, for their riffs. Man. It's just injuries, right? That He was a, 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 a superstar player and, you know, a borderline superstar player and, you yeah. know, injuries derailed his career. Uh, good for him getting a contract. Um the East is very congested, right? You look East at like the Nets are still fourteen and six, which is kind of shocking because yeah. Harden has freaking Harden has not played well this no. year, um, and they're still doing pretty well. Shout out Lamarcus Aldridge getting his game back. Um, he's starting to play really well. Mm-hmm. The Heat have had their ups and downs, but they're still a solid team. The Wizards, man. The Wizards. I said this before the season. Yeah, yeah, I said, you did. They added depth. It's like what the Raptors yes. did when we traded Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay. You added depth. Now you have KCP in there. You have Kyle Kuzma, Kuzma. who now playing with no pressure and playing in a better role. Would what you, do you think about a sweat? I, <laughs> I immediately. I, I, it was too much for me, but you know what? All the power to him, bro. You know what? Do your thing, but it was kind of stupid where he had to roll up his sleeves to open the door. I was like, what's the point? Yeah, of what's the point, right? Thing? It's like, all right, cool, man. You you do what you gotta I, do. I don't get the, listen. If I was, if I'm one of those guys, I'm walking every day with sweats, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. sweats and a hoodie. That's me. I, like, yeah, I, that's, yeah, that's how I roll. Yeah, I agree with you on that one, man. Um, right. Wizards. I think they're gonna do well. The Bulls. Um, I think they're gonna add a piece going 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 in the future. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you think about our Raptors, man? Nine and yeah, eleven. You know it's it's crazy. You got the Celtics, 76ers, and the Raptors sitting as 10, 11th, and 12th spot. Um I think the Raptors will be fine. I they'll I think they'll get into the play in. They'll they'll win their 
38 to 40 games i think that should be enough to be into that into that conversation i think there's still a lot of like figuring out things as they're going along a lot of younger younger guys um I was reading somewhere where somebody was saying that Nick Nurse has to like like simplify his the like defense. his defense yeah, and things like that. I don't agree with that. I think it's it just takes time to sort of build it in. And 100%. there we're only twenty games into the season, right? It, there's yep. still a lot of basketball left to be 100%. played. Near trade deadline will give us a better idea as to what what where things are and what where we're doing. Um, I still think we need a. We've discussed that we need one big race. Miles Turner, bro. Right. Miles Please Turner be Miles Turner, man. Um, Man, even if you can get like like whoever the even Marvin Bagley, like as long as like you can get a guy who's willing to put in the work and that's the key. That's the key. Oh my god! Oh my god! Sorry, we have the game on, so sorry if we're cutting in and we're out. We're cutting in and out. Uh, they're they're not they're not too far away. Like they let no. the guys develop. Like even Pascal's coming back from injury. You lost OG to injury. You got you haven't had a full squad healthy for like at all. Right, so they'll be they'll be they'll be fine before they by the end of the season. Will the Cavaliers or the Knicks or even Washington or the Bulls even uh, or the Hornets any of these teams keep continuing the way that they have? Maybe, maybe not. The East is going to be a bloodbath. We said that 100%. already. There's uh, the four teams in the top. I think it's still going to be somehow, some way. It's still going to end up being uh, bu- uh, Bucks, Brooklyn, Miami, Miami, and the 76ers. Maybe. Okay, maybe okay, maybe the top three. Sorry, yeah, I just top three, top three. Right? those okay, would be the top three. Right? Uh, the Bulls are going to do great, they, even with the limited amount of like playing like they've done. Yeah. they've got. Oh, the Haw- I think the Hawks will get up there too. Hawks will finish yeah. fourth, I think. Right, I like, the they, they should be they should be fine. I can see the Hornets, Knicks, and the Cavaliers dropping off a little bit. Yep. Um, Celtics are still finding their groove, but once they find it, they should be fine. Uh, same thing with 76ers. Like. And beat at a great game, but like Ant's defense on him at the end was incredible. Yep. However, he had a wide open Seth Curry right beside him. He's got to kick that out. You have the, one of the better three point shooters in the game. Yeah. He'll hit that shot. So. Um, uh, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be which team blinks out of these guys to make a move, right? Yeah. Um, well, the point I want to make with the Raptors is this is this is what you get with a young team. At times yeah, you yeah. watch them play, it's like holy hell! It's frustrating to 100%. watch. Like if you go back to that Sacramento, no, not Sacramento, um, the Memphis game the other night. Mm-hmm. That first, that first half, that first play was Jerry and Jackson got at the top and right to the basket got a dunk. Yeah. And that whole first half, you're like, oh my god, all these mistakes on defense, all these mistakes on defense, and then they come on in the second half and they play amazing on defense and they win the game. Yeah. Unfortunately, with a young team. This is what you get. get this is what you get. And down, ups, ups and downs. And it's even the ups like and right downs. now, like there's no movement on offense. Yep. Right. It's 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 drive kick. That's it. Right. And you're mm-hmm. trying to break their defense, and there's no movement happening. No. Right? And, and you're gonna chalk clocks down to nine already, and then you ch- check up a three. Up a three. If and it goes miss. in, it goes in. If it yep. doesn't, doesn't. Right. There's like you can't run plays like that. When do you put the injury prone title on OG Ananobi? He's failed to. I've I've, I've mentioned it multiple times now yeah. with you. He has failed to stay healthy. I don't know what it is. Um, he's always had to miss games. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, they say he's day-to-day, but the injury he has, I believe it's a two- or three-week injury. A, it's a hip flexor, right? Yeah, it's, it's about a two-, three-week right? injury. Um, it's frustrating to see. Um, that it is. It would be nice that when he gets back. I think the load will be off of him a little bit more now with yeah. Siakam there. Um, but... It's still frustrating, uh, and now you have Gary Trent who got hurt as well too for us, right? That's so true. That's the other uh, the thing. thing. The other thing is that uh, you got I, uh, that I find is that uh, Nurse 
overplays some of these guys way he too does. much. He trusts his guys. He's right? Freddie and these guys get a lot of minutes. Way too many. And that's that just means yeah. more more um more injury. That means yeah. more more days off. So it's like I think he needs to sort of get away from that a little bit. He needs to go back down to uh he's gotta do a button holder essentially, right? Where you limit the number and then eventually you increase the numbers when you need that. Yeah. Team, right? I, I forget where I saw this or where I heard this. Apparently Scotty Barnes is already close or like 80% or 70% or something like that to the minutes he's played last year at Florida State. Yeah, yeah. He's, it's, he's, uh, he's, he's very much, he's pretty he's, much there. It's crazy. And so the first month of basketball, he has the same amount of minutes yeah. he played for the full season. So he's going to have, uh, he's going to get that uh, that rookie wall um, the, hard. The fatigue's going to hit him it's at gonna some hit point. Him. It's right? going to hit him at yeah, some it's point. It's going to happen, right? And you, I think you already kind of see it. You saw the enthusiasm in the first little bit of the season. Yeah. And it dropped off. And I think that's naturally going to happen, exactly. right? Exactly. The, the, the sparkle of, oh, I'm in the NBA. It's yeah, gonna, yeah, now yeah. it's like, you got to put in the work. And the travel yeah. gets to these guys. 100%. Um, I think he'll be fine. I think the Raptors will be okay. I, I still think we'll be in that 500 range this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do hope that everything's okay with Goran Dragic. We've heard that he's yeah, taking time away from the team. Personal hope matter. things are good. Um, I did. I, I was hoping that you know we'd see him with our team and that we can move mm-hmm. him. Um, that's unfortunate. You know, it is. It's unfortunate for us. Let's see what the team does. Um, at this point, I don't think we'll make any moves. I think we're just going to roll out with this team and see where we go. What, what, what it comes with it. Right? Um, and there's a lot of great talent on this team. Yeah. It's just got to trust experience. the process. Right? Yeah, experience. It's you just get the experience. The process. Um, you'll see uh, by the end of the season, once um, like game 60 to 70, I'm, I can almost guarantee you we're going to see the Pascal of old, right? Where he's going to be overtaking games and things like that as, as you get more comfortable. Um, just because of how of the progression of OG and Gary Trent once they come back from injury. Um, and obviously Freddie, right? Mm-hmm. Freddie's Freddie's ran this team really well yep. already. And it's only going to get better. Um, for Scotty, we're going to see a, a lull come in, but I think Scotty's going to finish off the season very strong. Definitely. Very, very strong. Um, whatever that looks like. And uh, um, even as, as guys continue to learn, I think we'll be okay, especially like Precious, for example. Uh, even Ken Birch. So... They'll be okay. It's just about setting it up for the year, next year, this year, and, uh, and go from there. Yeah. All right, All man. Right. I think that's... Uh, that's our pod. That's our pod. Anything else you want to quickly discuss? Nope. This is our episode 63. Oh, I do want to say one thing. Sorry. Uh, Leo Messi had three assists today, by the way. Good job. This, um, it's easy to do with Neymar and uh, Mbappe, Mbappe on the team. Neither of them scored. Okay. Good for, it was, uh, good for Messi. But it was like, oh, wow. Uh, Champions League robust for them. It's uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, so we're getting, we're episode sixty three. Um, we're gonna give it out to hockey because again, basketball nobody really wears sixty three. We're gonna give it out to a French player. Um, he did play for Montreal, but he never wore this number in Montreal. He wore it on his other teams. Um, Danny Briere. Nope, that was forty eight. That's forty eight. No, hold on. Um. He was a pest, a very, very big pest. Benoit Pouillon? No. Played a thousand games in the NHL. George Larocque? Like? No. No, what? Um, Ooh, 63. This, not even Placanis. He was a little bit of a dirty player as well, too, I could say. Played 17 years in the league. Good for him. Um, his teams he played for were, obviously, Le Habitant, played mm-hmm. six years. Went to Dallas and played six years. Why is this not coming to Nashville, he played three years. Okay. And then he ended with Washington, and I did not know he played for Phoenix one for one year. 
Because anyone know who plays in Phoenix anyway. Yeah, that's um, a good point. Um, mm. What other hints can I give you? Born, born in Montreal. What years did he play? He played from 1999 season. It was his debut with Montreal, and he ended in 2017. Well, so he was right then when we were when we were Donald Brashear. No, not Donald Brashear. Um, there's a famous uh, video with him and Sheldon Sure where Boston, I think, who slashed him and he hits his wrist and he. No, no, sorry, that's Alex Kovalev. Sorry, that's not not Alex Kovalev. No. Um, I'm completely blank right now. Give me the first letter. His initials are MR. Not Michael Ryder. <laughs> Michael Ryder. My guy. He will be coming around. Yeah, 73. 73 will be coming around. Um, my guy. Yeah, I can't think of it. I can't even give you any more hints. I mean, yeah, he got go almost 800 points. Mike Ribeiro. Oh, yes. Mike yes. Mike Ribeiro. Yes. So he wore 71 in Montreal and yeah, then he wore he 63 the rest of his career. Mike Ribeiro. Mike Ribeiro. Yo. Insanely talented, good player, man. Insanely talented, seven hundred ninety-three points, man. Wow, surprising, either. surprisingly, wow. Yeah, man. And most years any, he scored twenty-seven. Any any, any any chips? Mm, doesn't look like it. No, definitely not. Maybe with Dallas. Dallas never won a chip. No, there were no chips. Okay, all right. The Mike Romero tribute. It is. Yeah. All right, man. Dip. Till next time. Till next time. All right. Peace. Peace.